Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. Get ready for amazing attractions across America. Beer halls and bar rooms, banquets and beverages, a collection of characters and colleagues. No cupcakes. It's Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is Jonathan, our producer and resident tech dude. What's going on, guys? Also joining us is Ryan. He is our co-host and the number one Disney dude. What up, dudes? And I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper. You know the rest. Hey, we're having another show here with the dudes talking about our adventures and uh, misadventures and chaos here. We had a, we had a great time on uh, a recent retreat, and uh, we got to experience some things. We were all talking about the last time on the show that, you know, first, you know, I had a whole bunch of firsts experiences, and it's great to do that. And um, we continue to have first on subsequent days. So um, we did one of my favorite things to do on Walt Disney World, and that's play a round of golf. And it was the first time all three of us golfed together. <laughs> Walt Disney World. I don't know if we've ever told the story of why John didn't join us the first time on the air. But... I don't I don't think we haven't. I mean, at this point, I think I think we, we never did. Uh, it's it's it, it's a good story. Um I'm yes. gonna do for sake of the show. I say we do it in a in a uh, thirty second version. So yeah. I'll let you tell it, John. <laughs> so so a couple of years ago, uh, we had our uh, annual retreat uh, based out of uh, Disney World's, um, and one of the requirements, again, being in the height of the pandemic, was all of us had to test um, negative for COVID. Fortunately for me, I uh, I took my test along the same same time, same place as everybody else, and I ended up with a uh, false positive uh, rapid test. Um, <laughs> you ended up with like four false positive. Rapid yeah, I, so so to the so to to the story basically. Luckily, as most folks know, I room with Brad every year at our retreat. He was so determined that I was not positive again and i was fairly confident i wasn't he ended up coming and picked me up and risked himself to go to a different site this one in downtown orlando and that one came back negative we took a pcr as well two days later that came back as negative as well so something with that site yeah. who knows what they just didn't it just did not want to work in my mind my, my favorite moment of the whole thing as it happened though is there was a circle of like four of us standing <laughs> in a circle and it text messages you and you literally saw one person like, oh yeah, I got my positive, positive, positive. And then John looks down and the look of horror on his face, everybody saw it simultaneously and everybody took one giant step backwards. <laughs> it was great. Right out of the movies. It was, it was, a, it was an amazing moment. That was the funniest thing. So uh, as a result, that was a day we, we tested early and we had, um, a dude's day planned where we were fishing in the morning, having uh, having a big breakfast, fishing in the morning, having lunch, and then golfing in the afternoon. So, so John missed out on the fun that day, but we made up for it with this trip uh, to the Lake Buena Vista um, Golf Resort, which those of you who don't know, it's right outside of Saratoga. Um, Saratoga is kind of like the clubhouse for the res resort. Um, 
And the LBV course was one of the original courses, been there forever, but they have improved it and redesigned. It's managed by Arnold Palmer Golf. So it's um, very customer service driven um, with all the golf etiquettes. They have wonderful high-end GPS carts that we get to drive around. <laughs> They're wonderful <laughs> until, you, until you drive over the wrong path. They, we were riding on the path and it's like, you're in a restricted area. We're like, we're on the fricking concrete. Like <laughs> they had, uh, Marshall had to come and push us backwards and he didn't believe us. He thought we had gone like up on the green or something. I don't know. But I was like, dude, we never moved this thing. It's been here the whole time. It just shows you in life. Sometimes you have to go backwards to go forwards. And that was the case with these cards. Yeah, in this day. case, we had to go really far backward. <laughs> yeah. And get a running start before we hit the next brick wall. But um, so you guys, first time you, it was one of my co favorite courses all the time. I played it uh, since living there. I played it a couple of times. I think this is my maybe fourth time playing it. Um, what do you guys think of the course? Uh, it was awesome. Again, for being a uh, newer golfer, it was probably one of the more challenging courses I've ever played, but I thought the course was beautiful. Again, I played courses up here in um, New England, uh, South Shore of Mass, North Shore, New Hampshire, and this is probably one of my favorite courses I've ever played at. Um, it was it was awesome to play. Honestly, I want to get back down there and play that course again soon, but it really was a really, really nice course. As a, as a Disney World fan, I really enjoyed the course because you got to see a little bit of the resorts around the area as you played. There was a scene with Spaceship Earth in the background, you know, like there was a lot of really cool things for a Disney's fan, Disney fan's perspective on the course. The course is absolutely beautiful. The greens were, the greens were a little off. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm, I, I actually, for what it's worth, had one of my better days putting. So I'm not blaming my game on the greens, but the greens were a little off there was i think the 14th green or the 15th green was under repair which they were nice enough to give us a heads up on um uh but beyond that the course was yeah i mean it's a beautifully maintained course yeah arnold palmer does that i mean disney always took good care of them but they take extremely care good care of the three courses that they manage there yeah. they oversee the thing it is tricky in florida it has that double growing season so you know we are in the you know peak season for golf but it's early spring so they're starting to get ready and and they got to let the growth out on the greens so that changes things a little bit i agree with you so what what i always like about it is when i first played it it was a, a course in the wilderness full of wildlife and everything and the only time that you get any exposure to disney property was coming back to one of the 17th or 18th hole and you go you um went along the uh, treehouse villas. You got really up close, great views of the treehouse villas to check them out, to see if you want to stay there. It's great. Um, but the other resorts too, that have been built up around it since, you get really great views of resorts that you typically don't get, right? If your golf uh, fairway goes in the middle, great views of all the Key West um, villas, which are a little bigger than all the villas. You could typically see that from there, from and get a sense that, yeah, these are bigger than the other um, villas that are out there. You get some great views of, of Port Orleans, and you get views, a couple different views of Saratoga as well. Um, and then afterwards, what's great about a round of golf there is you can hop on a boat in the Sasagula River and be right down 
in the middle of Disney Springs. Very uh, southern of you, Carl. <laughs> I felt like I was right in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that, I mean, think about it. You want um, something after a round of golf? Take your pick. I mean, you Disney Springs got all the bars, right? There's no, there's no pick. There's Chef Art Smiths and there's nothing. That's it. Jeff <laughs> Art Smith. Well, there's Raglan Road and there's Boathouse too. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, and Chef Art Smith was wonderful that evening. Yeah, we met up with Bob. Um, Bob's been on the show a few times. Carl and I met up with Bob. John bailed on us to go back with his other group of friends. Carl and I don't have many other friends. John has many. We really don't. So we, we met up with one of our one friend Bob. What's that? I said you two are very antisocial. It's pretty we, much we are. Two of you. We are. Most people don't like us. <laughs> so we we met up with Bob and had a nice dinner with Bob. And um I strayed away from the chicken for the first time. Uh not for the for the second time. I, I had the short rib a couple of years ago before they took it off the menu, which was phenomenal. Um, uh, but I had the country fried chicken or country fried steak, and the server says to me. Sir, I'm a I'm a large man. Sir, I that's pretty big. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, come on, look at me. I haven't eaten. I've been on the golf course all day. This thing was, I mean, it was it was big. It was big. I could not finish it. I could not finish it. I tried my hardest. I think I ate three fourths of it, and I was even impressed with myself that I got that far. Um, uh, so yeah, good good meal. Had a nice, had a nice uh, uh, iced tea. Um, that iced tea did hit the spot because all day we were drinking vodka drinks and transfusions on the golf course and whatever else the cart girl was nice enough to serve us. Right. I don't care, ma'am. Just give me alcohol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the you never. It's like um, you know those of you who are not golfers don't understand. There's there's a usually a a beverage truck that is driven by. Uh, a male or female uh, that serves up um, lovely cocktails and some of the higher end courses, it's not just beer and soda, but it's mixed drinks and, and, and fancier things too. I've been to an Arizona one where they actually had a margarita machine on the golf cart, right? Nice. We started out this morning, the, the turn at the um, golf course. So when you le leave Lake Buena Vista, they have a wonderful practice facility too, but there's a, a great place there to get, all kinds of drinks, doubles, triples, whatever you want to go on the turn. So we stopped there first and then on the turn, but we made friends with our, with our beverage uh, cart girl. And it was, you know, you know how kids get excited when the ice cream cart comes in the summer? <laughs> what music would you add to the Bev cart? <laughs> like, oh my God, guys, the Bev cart's coming. Dad, can I have a five? <laughs> Standing in the middle of the fairway, waving your hand. Yeah. Stop, stop. I, I, my, I, my old man, when we used to golf, he would he would literally put his hands around his throat like he was dying of thirst and drop to his knees <laughs> when the Bev person would come up. Yeah. So we um we had a, a wonderful time. And uh, you know, it was it's not really golf's not like drinking around the world where it's like one drink for every country you don't really do one drink for all 18 holes you get close but I, you know, if if you drink uh, like us and you drink doubles you basically had a shot for all 18 holes right yes well, that's true it's not the physical drinks but the content of it, it we're all doubles all day so yeah um but the um 
but the moonshine was a nice break from all that. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the moonshine was a welcome addition <laughs> at the end of the evening. But anyone says, oh, you know, would you like a light drink with less alcohol content than you've had today? Yeah, I'll have moonshine. <laughs> you know I, you had a big day. You know, I, I'm going to throw this in there. For those who don't know, I'm in Chicago, and Chef Art has a uh, Navy Pier in Chicago has a Chef Art restaurant called Reunion. Um, I just ate there for the first time a couple a couple days ago, and I would like to inform John and Carl there is no moonshine on the menu. Wow, there's no wow. moonshine on the menu. Wow. So it's a it's a southern thing that he does with homecoming, and I'm, I was very disappointed it wasn't on the menu uh, in Chicago. But yeah, I had a ball that day, guys. I'm so glad we got to golf and and eat and drink. Uh, we met up with the MVPs uh, that night to kind of wrap things off uh from our casual get together and start the official retreat um but the um retreat continued after some wonderful education um on with something very different a cruise on uh royal caribbean yeah yeah curveball right so um so so that was a very different experience but i didn't experience you guys went on the cruise so you know I'm going to let you folks describe the activities and all the experiences on the cruise right up to your special day on Coco Cay and all the good stuff. So tell our listeners all about it. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, once uh, our buddy here, Carl, decided to not join us on the cruise, um, basically, uh, we we had our training uh, through the agency in the morning and then uh, we uh, hopped on a bus or vehicles and headed down to uh, Port Canaveral, uh, jumped on the uh, Independence of the Sea, and uh, took a, a nice weekend cruise uh, with Royal Caribbean. Can I, um, can I just say, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous of people who have Publix grocery stores, by the way. Yes. Because oh, my God. That sub was awesome. When we were on the, the bus, the, the owner's magic vacations had gotten everybody like a, a sandwich box for the bus so we could all have lunch before getting on the cruise ship because we wanted to eat before we were going to eat some more. And uh, uh, they had Boar's Head sandwiches and Boar's Head meats and deli meats and stuff for a dude is right up there with mm -hmm. the best of what you're going to get. So really good uh, deli sandwiches and a shout out to Publix for that. We don't have that kind of delis that make sandwiches for us like that where I am. Uh, so very, very jealous of that. Yeah, that 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 stuff is good. I mean, I I, I occasionally get the uh, boar set around here, but man, that was good. That first bite was phenomenal. Uh, and again, this is no plug, honest truth here. That those were that good. Like if you can yeah. get some of that meat, please do. It's yeah. it's damn good. So so yeah, so like you said, we jumped on the Independence of the Seas after that, and um, you know we we got checked in and really smooth process. Um, you know, John, I think you had a passport as well. Um, yeah, I, I think I we a got a passport because my mother-in-law was kind enough to mail it to me because I forgot it like a bad little planner. Um, but you had your passport. So, you you know, how did you find the check-in process to be? To be honest, the check-in process was great. Um, like mentioned before, uh, I room with Brad and all these. And again, uh, this was no difference for me, Brad. He, on the other hand, he had uh, the driver's license and um, birth certificate, which again, for those who don't know, if you're doing a closed loop um, cruise, uh, as a U.S. citizen, that is an option where you um, you don't need a passport to cruise to certain destinations. Um, 
and again, this was uh, this was just as easy because uh, fortunately we uh, we checked in uh, beforehand through the Royal Caribbean app, kind of gave all our information beforehand, so the process was really, really, really easy. Um, and again, we just followed the process and boom, real quick, uh, back on. But yeah, uh, once uh, once we got on board, uh, the fun began. Uh, we went to our room. Uh, fortunately for us, um, there was a, a good chunk of us that had balcony rooms. Uh, I know we did, Ryan did, uh, some of our friends Michelle and Anna did, as well as uh, Nicole. Ryan was lucky where he got his own little sanctuary compared lucky to or the rest unlucky. Of us. We were talking before how Carl and I apparently aren't very social. Well, apparently Royal Caribbean thought so too, because they put, uh, what was it, four, three staterooms in a row of MVPs. Then they put some poor old bastard that's older than Carl, and then they and then they put me. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I had a little, I had a little, a little privacy from the rest of the group. Well, the yeah, pictures that... that you took said it all. When you got you're like relaxing in your room. It felt like you you probably looked like you were on the other end of the ship somewhere. So yeah, no, it it, it at moments it did, uh, and it came in handy because uh, I had told everybody before the cruise. Just my life has been pretty crazy lately, you know, between having kids and having a job, and then having a side gig, and then doing a podcast, and you know, all the other stuff that we do. And I was really looking forward to just one morning where I woke up and sat on the balcony with a cup of coffee and a donut. <laughs> that's that's all I wanted. And uh, the second morning, I had that opportunity. And it was great because nobody knew I was out there. But I could hear John and Brad <laughs> and Michelle talking. And I was like, totally fine with it. I was like, you guys enjoy. I'm, I'm having my coffee. But yeah, they opened the partitions, which which is, uh, you know, something you can always ask your stateroom attendant for. Um, so we had three rooms of MVPs in a row. And they had asked, uh, you know, can you open the partitions on the balcony? So basically, they had one gigantic balcony between the three rooms. Um, John, uh, you know, you can talk more to that because I was segmented away from everybody. But yeah, no, it was it was definitely different. Um, again, basically, it turned it into a huge balcony for us to kind of maneuver through. Um, again, nothing real crazy special. Again, they opened the sliders for us to kind of be able to mingle back and forth and do what we do what we please that way uh but it was nice because you were able to get different angles kind of different views seeing um the islands and all that stuff as you were sailing around but i mean it it was kind of nice because you you felt like you had a big large group that you were rooming with when in fact you had three separate rooms and then you down the way where the occasional hey ryan how you doing and you just hear the hi yeah i just just lean the head over the balcony to say hello but don't lean too far tip number one of taking a cruise um uh so yeah so it, it was cool so day one was all of that right getting checked in checking all that out uh you know you do the sail away party um you know you you try to find your soda cups you know when you first get on the ship what i noticed is when you first get on the ship there's like 10 booths that you can go pick it up. But if you take your time and you, you know get checked in and open your partitions for your balcony and all that kind of stuff and then go, all of a sudden it becomes one or two on the entire cruise ship, which is not small, right? It's not a small space. So uh, tip number two, after you don't lean over, get your soda cup right away, immediately. But what's the, okay, educate me. What's the soda cup for? 
So you can buy a beverage package on any of these cruise ships. Now, there's a couple different types of beverage packages. There's what we'll call the Carl and Ryan beverage package, which is that you're going to drink as much as humanly possible of alcoholic beverages, specialty drinks, uh, whatever the case may be. And that entitles you, to, it's a certain dollar amount, like $19 or $14, whatever, that you can drink any, any alcoholic beverage up to that dollar amount prepaid. Uh, it's about 200, it was like $280 for me totally made work, made use of it. So if you drink a lot or like to drink, good good move. Then they have what I'll call the John package, right? Which is maybe you're going to have a couple of drinks, but you're not going to drink enough to make it worth um, buying the, the full adult beverage pack, package. But you like to drink soda, coffee, tea, you know, that kind of stuff. It's basically like a Coca-Cola freestyle cup, right? So they give you a cup, and then you have that cup for the entire trip. And anytime you want to go up to a soda machine to get a drink, you can fill it up or tea or coffee. Otherwise, you only get those types of beverages at meals. Ah, okay. Otherwise, it's basically just water. Oh, it also entitles you to bottled water, right? Because even bottled water, you have to pay for. You, you pay for everything on the cruise once you get on the cruise. So if you can buy these things in advance, it's a very smart idea. Yes. Think about cruise um, like Spirit Airlines, right? <laughs> but, but nicer. But nicer. Yeah. Uh, one 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 thing to uh, touch on that Ryan said too is if uh, you do decide to go for the um, alcohol package, every member of your room has to buy that package. Yeah. It can't just be one person out of the group. Everybody has to buy it, or nobody gets it. Yeah. So that's why Ryan got his own room. That's why yes, I have exactly. to room. Yeah. I don't want to hear anybody complain about my drinking. <laughs> so, so yeah, good, good point though, John. Yeah. Good point. So, so yeah, I mean, that's the Bev package picked up the Bev package, right? They had the sail away party, which was crazy. If you like to party, it's a fun time. You know, a bunch of people already in their bathing suits, drinking and partying around on the top of the top of the ship as the ship is leaving port um or you could be like some other people and just go hang out inside and check out all the little nooks and crannies you know of the ship plan out where you're going to hang out where you're going to drink where you're going to play um we kind of did a combination of both so we we're a little bit all over the ship for that um and then we did some room tours um so this this was a business trip um we, we did some we, we did some room tours um and we saw several different types of rooms uh, on the yeah. ship so some of them uh definitely uh impressed the heck out of me i will say yeah. like some of them are bigger than uh half my apartment <laughs> yeah so, i mean the royal caribbean um ship the larger ships have an indoor balcony inside balcony that kind of looks over the central park area if you will on some of these big massive ships so we got to see one of those rooms um wouldn't be my first choice I feel like unless it was like Mardi Gras going on down below me, I, I don't want to have an open balcony to where people are drinking and being dumb in the middle of the night. Um, we saw an outside balcony, obviously. We had, saw an inside stateroom, just standard inside stateroom. We saw an ocean view room with a very large uh, window. So what I would say the difference is right between the three of those, the balcony rooms are certainly the most spacious of those rooms, right? Those are kind of your basic category rooms. The inside, the inside stateroom is cramped. Yeah, I, I honestly, unless you're looking for a deal and you really want to cruise, but you really don't want to pay that much money, 
splurge a little and get the upgrade for at least the window because um, it will help. You yeah, may not in there a ton, but it will help. On a traditional like Disney cruise, for instance, if you're in a four night cruise or a five night cruise, six night cruise somewhere in there, usually it's a 10% difference between the, the inside stateroom and the balcony, right? Or the veranda on Disney Cruise Line. So pay the extra 10%, right? You're, you're already spending four or five grand, right? What's another four or $500 on top of that to be super comfortable throughout your whole trip? And now that might be, you know, my take on it, right? But like, it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah, it, it, it really, it really truly is. I mean, even, even the little extra for the balcony. I mean, let's, let's be honest here. The balcony has so many nice perks, the view, just the, the vibe, the feel it, it's, it's worth it. If, if you can splurge on it, do it, honestly, yeah. do it. it. It's, it's that simple. Yeah, for sure. So we saw a couple of suites too. Um, we caught, we saw like a junior suite and then we saw, I don't remember the name of the suite. I probably should, but we saw a grander suite. Yeah, I, I would say I thought that was like the owner suite or something like that. I thought no, I don't think it was the owner suite because I think the owner suite is like one of those two story kind of ones. We didn't see one of those. I I could be wrong though. You might be right, but it was a it was a large suite. It had had special soap in it. Uh, it had like scented soap in it. Uh, it had it had a desk, you know, with a phone. Uh, it had a dining area. They had a like a lounging area, um, a large flat screen TV. You know, so much basically two balconies um so something you'd want if you were doing a longer cruise a little bit yeah 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 i think if you're doing like a 10-day cruise or something like that and you're you're especially if you don't like feeling cramped and those are always in prime spots too right you're always like you know midship or above uh or midship and then you know deck seven and above right so you're always in a good spot on those um but yeah yeah so i mean those were we did the room tours right yeah, and then by uh, by that point too, it was uh, it was dinner time uh, for yeah. our first experience in the dining room. Um, yeah, we'll skip that part. Yeah, let's let, let let's just say it was unique. I, um, yeah, I want to I want to express to our listeners right is that we did not have a great experience with the main dining room food on our cruise ship. Uh, the the ship had just come out of dry dock, and it also had a brand new executive chef on it. So I think we kind of just got a raw deal, to be honest with you. We had members with us that were 13-time cruisers of Royal Caribbean who were like, this is not normal. This is not what we're used to. But we had a laughably bad experience with the food uh, in, 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 in our, on our ship. So uh, next piece of advice, the sports bars that do chicken wings or the pizza places or the Johnny Rockets and, and that kind of stuff. Those were all great. Yes, so, yeah, you know, if you do run into bad food in the dining areas, there's options. There's options. Um, but yeah, besides that, we had a really good time. We kept drinking. And then um, I think some people called it a night. I checked out the casino with uh, a couple of our MVPs. What's your game? Um, well, so I was not sober. So I decided I was just going to take my my luck with the old one-armed <laughs> robber, the one-armed bandit, and uh, I, my luck was good. My my luck was good. I tripled my investment, um, uh, which wasn't sizable, but it wasn't small either. So uh, I, I, I was see. very. So you played a game of chance, not a game of skill. 
I did. I did. Now, no, you did ask me the question, not what did I play that night, but what's what's my game? Uh, I am a blackjack player. I do play progressive blackjack, right? So uh, I will make progressive bets as I'm playing. I'm I'm pretty decent as far as blackjack goes. Uh, and then my second game of choice is three card poker. Uh, really big fan of three card poker. Although I played both recently where apparently they ch- they charge you to play, um, which with three card poker, I know you can charge to play the, the bonus, but this was like charge you to play on top of what you normally pay to get in. And, and it was very awkward. It tilted it for blackjack. It tilted the, the odds back in the dealer's favor, which I didn't care for. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah, those are, those are my games. Normally they had $10 tables, you know, they had, if I was sober, I would have sat easily. Um, but, but, uh, tables were fairly affordable. You could get some higher end tables if that's your thing. Um, plenty of slot machines could use a little work and a little refurb. There was probably five or six slot machines that were out, right? That happens, but I like, I like when it doesn't have the blank slot machines in it. Um, and they had a little poker room too, I think. So, wow. Yeah. A little tiny little poker. It was a good casino. I didn't join you the first night, but, um, the casino was nice. Yeah. So (laughs) if I, if I was to give a, if I was to give some feedback to Royal Caribbean on the casino, I would say maybe more than one cashier. Um, I understand you want people to keep their money in their pocket and keep playing, but, but one cashier for the entire ship is not enough, not enough. Um, so yeah, that was that was day one. Day two, um, what was our first port, John? Uh, we so we stopped in uh, Nassau um, again. Uh, started off the morning real nice. Uh, wake up, uh, hopped out in the balcony, kind of enjoyed the uh, the nice easy uh, sail into port. Uh, saw a bunch of the sights of uh, Nassau on our way in. Relaxed a little bit. Um, as mentioned before, made the shout over to Ryan. Uh, heard the heard the door slide open. Uh, it was a good morning. The, the hello, good morning. I won't repeat exactly what was said, but uh... <laughs> I'm not a morning person. Do not bother me before I drink coffee. That's a that's a known rule in my home. Um, yeah, it, you're right. It was a nice, easy slide into port. There were four ships at Port in Nassau when we got there. Right, there was the uh, the one we were on. There was the brilliance. Was the was it the brilliance? What was the other one? The freedom. No, it was uh, it was our sister. It was uh, the sister ship. It was the uh, freedom of the seas. Right, the freedom. Um, the um, carnival conquest, I believe, which is yep. an older ship. There were uh, the five Disney ships. Wish, right. And the um, valiant lady uh, for Virgin Voyages. Virgin, yeah, Virgin for my Star Wars fans out there. The front of the valiant lady looks like a uh, star destroyer it, it looks pretty awesome <laughs> actually the whole ship looks pretty awesome and those are more adult geared cruises too and they're a little bit more plush uh for people who like that kind of thing um so uh i would love to sell more of it one of these days i'm going to go on it myself um yeah, but i'm not quite that fancy i yet. would take i would take that one with you i would definitely do that you well, are that fancy though so that you, makes you sense. really truly are i mean the itineraries fit you very well yeah it, it really does yeah um so we got some we got some pictures and we we started cruising we had a group of what five of us right uh or four of us four of us we had michelle and brad with us uh again both been on the show before and we took a we took a long stroll 
we had gotten word from uh, Paul and Ashley the night before that there was a tiki bar that was uh, hanging over uh, the inlet. So we went looking for that, uh, but it wasn't open till 11. Yeah, right? so, so, we, so we decided uh, to take a further walk. Uh, yes. Some, uh, <laughs> could could have been considered sketchy areas. <laughs> uh, I, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that it bad. Wasn't, we, no, it really wasn't. But I mean, at certain points, if you were there at night, I think you yeah, could. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I could see that. Um, but if, if nobody's seen it before, we walked over to the Margaritaville Resort in Nassau. Uh, and we got some pictures there. I mean, the dudes love Margaritaville, so that that was cool. And we we went around back um, and to get some pictures of the back end of the property. And there was a beautiful beach there, and the water in Nassau is just you know crystal clear. And we're standing there, and we're just getting pictures. And, and there's a bunch of people on the beach, and two security guards half paying attention. And uh, um, Brad Brad's just like hang on uh, you know takes off his shoes and his socks he's like i'm just going in the water so brad does it michelle follows john and i had walked further ahead we we start taking off our shoes to walk in security uh sees the dudes i thought they were coming for an autograph but <laughs> they they walk over and the guy's like hey what are you doing and i'm like oh we're you know i'm like we're travel agents uh it's okay we're, we're travel agents we're just trying to get pictures you know to bring you guys some business and i you not he goes awesome that's great go for it right? you, so, you, you would have thought ryan was royalty at that point because he literally like guided him he he was like you need a step you need you, you need me to help you break get in the water right so so, so i so i finished i finished the autographs and I, and we hung out in the water for a bit we got some cool shots out there actually for the top of the resort and you know, you got to be careful with a camera on a beach in the water facing the beach because <laughs> some people don't like their pictures taken at that point. Um, so you got to be careful with the camera. But but yeah, that was that was cool. We had a lot of fun um, walking around there. And then yeah. uh, we kept walking. Yeah, and we we, uh, we kept walking, uh, I would say, further and further down until things uh, stopped getting so nice. Um, got real local, I would say. Um, yeah real local kind of merchants shops kind of little stands and all that it was kind of cool to see um because i had i personally have never been that far down uh nassau for that stuff so that was really cool um but definitely got some cool perspectives of uh the ships in the port because we i mean we were a good couple miles down from where yeah yeah from where we were we were originally docked so yeah that was great and uh i think my favorite was is we had stopped quick to kind of evaluate where we were and we noticed the uh, little like shack bar, right? That's sitting there and it's like Nassau's new favorite drink. And it was like signed and autographed by the people who created it. It was called the bitch slap. <laughs> so so I told John I was going to bitch slap him. He didn't really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so you know, we made our way back to the Tiki bar, enjoyed some relatively uh, expensive drinks. Yeah, those um, things were pricey. What what was that? What was that like, like eighteen, nineteen dollars a a drink? It was it was higher than prices. Well, on you have show. to understand. So right, anytime you travel to the islands, all the liquor has to be shipped or flown. Oh, yeah. or loaded in yeah. right. Yeah. So the the trick is to find out what the local distillery is and drink that local, typically rum, right? And that's going to be your best price price point. And it's usually pretty, unless it's awful. Um, 
You see, the problem with tripling your investment at the casino the night before is that you don't give a shit about the prices. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, That's but right. were- $3 is only $9 when you triple it. It's only half a drink. <laughs> <laughs> actually, who was it? Somebody did actually, I think it was Brad. He put in $1.63 and he won $3.33. Yeah. He said, look, I tripled my investment. So, so yeah, so that was day one in Nassau. Um, We didn't do any excursions or anything. You know, I'd been to Nassau a couple times before, so I didn't feel like I needed to do an excursion. I like walking around it, especially because it's like, it's, it's a port town, but it's not like you're in Nassau. You're not, you're not enclosed in a gate somewhere. Yeah. It's a capital city of that, that island too, right? I've been there too. I've been to, um, two different resorts obviously i went to atlantis with the kids when they're young that's a ball and uh not too far away from from downtown and i was out on the western end of the island at another resort um there's a couple of great golf courses on nasa too yeah um but um yeah the town is is there it is it's definitely like you said a combination of a of a capital city and the port town and um I never was downtown. I can't imagine five ships there at the same time. It must have been wall to wall. Yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't as, we got off the ship a little late because we knew we weren't going on an excursion or anything. So it wasn't too crazy, honestly. Uh, You know, Nassau is the home port to a lot of the ships because of governing laws and the ability to build them out there. Registry, yep. Yeah, registry. So, um, so a lot of ships will stop at Nassau. Um, but yeah, so it was cool. It was cool to check it out and see what was going on get a little bit of the local flavor, you know. I want to hear about your that night back on ship. And more importantly, I want to hear about your next day, that perfect day at Coco Cay. Yeah, so the night back on ship, I don't know, John, we really didn't do a lot, right? We just kind of hung out. We saw a really terrible comedy performance. Oh my God, that guy, uh, that guy, he, I give him credit. He tried. He really did. We saw the later show, um, but he tried. I'll, I'll give I'll give him hundred percent credit for that. He tried. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have a Jungle Cruise skipper as a co-host, and you found a comedian worse than me. It was. It was. Yeah. Okay. So let me put it to you this way: I had partaken in some beverages and partaken in some. Well, let's just say I wasn't sober, and <laughs> I went and saw that show, and I was like, "That guy was terrible." Right. Um, uh, he he. To his credit, he did try because he had a really drunk group in the front row putting their oh beer God, on the stage. Totally disrespectful, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the late show. Um, so he he got thrown off his game. But the following night, I did go back to my room and watched it on TV and saw the earlier show. And it was maybe worse. <laughs> so... So uh, uh, anyway, so uh, we did that and that was pretty much it for the night. I think we, you know, uh, went and you guys, you guys went to the uh, sports bar for a bit. I wasn't there for that. Yeah, no, you, you weren't that. I mean, we, uh, myself, Brad and uh, Kalen joined us. We, uh, we uh, partook in some uh, bar food, uh, kind of enjoyed the wings and all that. One thing I'll say is uh, playmakers on the Royal Caribbean ships, their wings, they're no joke. They are actually really good. The sauces are phenomenal. Um, if you're a wings person, definitely, definitely give them a try. Um, they're they're good. But uh, played uh, played some board games. Uh, that's the nice thing about playmakers. You can find different types of board games and all that in there. 
uh, and then played a couple rounds of pool as well. Um, which surprisingly on a cruise ship, uh, with that ship wasn't that bad. Uh, you'd figure you'd have a lot of the uh, the balls all over the place, and no, no, you didn't have to worry about that. It was nice. Yeah, kept all the balls in one spot. It was amazing. So, so anyway, so yeah, you know, bedtime after that, and then uh, we wake up, and you know, you're docked and waked up, and you look up uh, out of your balcony, and it just depending on the size side of the ship you're on, it says perfect day or coke okay right so um we saw um, we saw the perfect day side um i think paul and ashley had a, 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 a balcony at the front of the ship so they got to see the whole thing um uh, but that was i believe the morning i decided to have a cup of coffee and a donut by myself and snuck outside so the creep couldn't hear me coming <laughs> and uh um very lovely morning for me well the rest of you guys went for breakfast right um, and then we all met up and went on to Coco K. Yeah. So we had two two different experiences on a Coco K. Um, I hung out with John and the crew for a little bit, you know, just in the loungers and kind of the relaxed side of the beach. But then I, I had joined up with a bunch of the other MVPs, being the antisocial person that I am, and uh, uh, hung out at the cabana uh, for a while. So, John, why don't you tell us a little bit about the like the laid back loungers? Yeah, I mean, it was great. I mean, the beauty is uh, compared to some other uh, private islands and whatnot, uh, the loungers and umbrellas, tons of them all over the island, all over the place, all included. Um, you don't have to worry about paying for any of that stuff. It's it's part of your fare. It's wonderful. You not, nothing to worry about. Um, at the same point, if uh, you get kids or adventurous uh, person, you can rent uh, types of, all types of gear, uh, different parts in the island as well. Uh, plenty of places to get a drink. Um, I know there were a few folks walking around giving uh, some options as well. I think, um, yeah, you were still there at that point. Uh, we uh, grabbed that. I don't know what that was for a drink, but the guy talked us into that. And uh, thanks to you, got me a deal uh, yeah. on, on a drink, which is yeah, quite nice. He basically put them all under my drink package so that everybody could save five bucks. And they're basically only paying for the cup. So the, I think it was $14 total for the drink with the cup um, because it was a souvenir cup and, and it was, it was good. Uh, it yeah, was good. It was. The, the drink, whatever it was, was good. And it had booze in it and that's all I cared about. Um, and then there was a bar, I'd say within, I don't know, a hundred yards of where we were sitting yeah, at that it was, point. It was easy. It was an easy walk. I mean, and they, I mean, they moved pretty quickly for the amount of people that were going to that bar with the line, and everything they were, they were uh, cranking them out pretty quick. And I mean, everything and anything you could name, they were doing it. So it was, it was nice. Uh, one really nice thing too on the island, um, we didn't mention before, we, most of us had the, um, the internet package. Um, and that internet was phenomenal uh, on the island. That was really fast internet for being on a private island. That internet was cranking, uh, cranking fast. I was yeah. very, very impressed. I was really only using it to message you guys, uh, but thanks, thanks for the tech, dude. I'm sure he was using the internet and doing so. Most people go to the beach of the Caribbean and look at the beautiful views around you: the surf, the sand, the palm. Your eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> but our tech dude is looking for the 5G tower. You know, just to make sure that internet's nice and strong. Hey, hey, to, to be honest here, I was all excited because I was doing some research before the cruise and noticed that this ship was one of the couple ships that had been upgraded uh, using um, Starlink. Um, so I was very excited mm -hmm. to finally be able to test out Starlink and uh, 
kind of run some uh, tests and kind of see how good it was before. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it. I, I thoroughly had my moment sitting on the beach running all kinds of stupid tests in the background, but it was uh, it was a tech dude's dream playing with Star Wars. You were Wars. just full Pinocchio at that point. <laughs> all right, so anyway, so we had the Cabanas uh, as well, which several of the MVPs had pitched in together to split the cost of the Cabana. And uh, I jumped in over there with uh, the owners and, and Bob and um, the Alphayettes and uh, Jamie Noble and uh, some of the other people that we've had on the show. So um, hung, hung out with them for a little bit. Uh, it was really nice because we had a kind of our own little private area over there where you could lay out and lounge and you weren't getting sand kicked on you. Uh, then you have, you know, the water there is really only for that reserve section of, of cabanas, um, some shade, some cool down area to hang out. And then you have a server too, who was just Oh, uh, uh, yes, Mr. Ryan, you want to keep drinking bourbon all day? No problem. Here you go. Um, and then um, they brought the food to you, too. So the food, the food, if you have the drink package, right, then you literally are only paying for souvenirs at that point uh, when you're on when you're on the on the island, which is really important when I bring up the next section of the of the island that I think is due appropriate which is there's kind of, I wouldn't call it an adult area. They are actually building an adult, an adult area right now at uh, Coco, Coco K. Um, but this area is more themed to adults, but kids can go. But it is a massive swim-up bar. Uh, and what dude doesn't like a swim-up bar, much less a massive swim-up bar? Um, I mean, the swim-up bar was the size of my house. You know, like it was it was huge. Um, the the images. Is- people listening to this right now it's it's like it's incredible like you don't realize how big this is and pictures really do not do it justice it's huge it is incredibly huge yeah so like where 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 john and the crew were and where i was um prior to that was really relaxed like you didn't hear music really you didn't you know it was just kind of the sound of the ocean and people right over there it's a full-on party you know the dj's spinning people are drinking in the pool and going crazy Right. I'm sure there's a lot of pee floating around there and a lot of chlorine, uh, but, you know, whatever, went in, went in the Bahamas. Um, so that that area was really cool. And then there was some separate food areas over there, too. Um, but we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the tallest water slide in North America uh, is on Coco Cay as well. So, you know, for the dudes who like a little thrill seeking, uh, that is an additional expense, but you can jump off and do that slide, which I've heard is pretty intense. Um, one person actually likened it to being waterboarded. So that that sounds like a really good time. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, For some people, it really is, you know. For, <laughs> that's true. You know, <laughs> maybe some of our listeners would rather go on that slide hey, than listen to our show. I don't kink shame, you know, so so. Um, <laughs> Anyway, when it comes down to it, that area is is really, it's a fun area, honestly. Several other water slides as well, not just that one. There's a pirate uh, pirate uh, ship-themed splash pad area for the kids uh, or pirates. Um, And then then there's, you know, some other stuff like that. So there's, it's a large island. There's a lot of space to spread out and enjoy yourself. There's enough to do to keep you happy. Um, without having to go on an excursion. Um, there's also overwater bungalows, which we didn't talk about, which have their own little slide into the ocean as well. So 
yeah, really great spot uh, there. And then again, back to the ship. Yeah. Um, getting back on the ship, a uh, couple of us, because um, we hadn't been up uh, up there, uh, enjoyed it, uh, literally got back on the ship and went right up uh, to the uh, to the pool uh, up on the main deck there. Um, and all of us at that point kind of, I think, agreed that why weren't we doing this every day when we got back on the ship? Because um, it was it was nice. I mean, the water was a good temp. Uh, it was comfortable. Um, actually impressed me how deep the pool was. Uh, it caught me off guard when I jumped in originally because I wasn't paying attention, to be honest. Um, and I jumped in like, oh, okay, this I can actually swim here and I'm not actually standing on the bottom. This is kind of nice. Um, but enjoyable, great vibe. Uh, I think at that point, I think, well, there's like four or five of us still at that point, kind of just chilling up on there. There was uh, five of us, yeah. Galen, Brad, you and I and James, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we kind of we kind of just chilled up there for a while, uh, enjoyed ourselves. Um, then I think you um, you went back to kind of chill out and change and kind of get get uh, freshened up. Uh, Brad, Kaylin, and I uh, hopped in the hot tub. Uh -huh. Who won the uh, Who won the swimsuit contest? Uh, none of us. Uh, none of us. I thought it was John personally. <laughs> I, oh, wow. I thought it okay. was John. I mean, he was using a touch of his imagination. <laughs> oh, the purple swimsuit again? Okay. Uh, it was more the orange horns that turned me off than the purple hey, swimsuit. Hey, you know that you know that one spark of imagination. That's uh... <laughs> all you need. Um, so so yeah. So anyway, so you guys went back to your rooms. No, you went back. You went back to the room. We right, uh, yeah. we we hung out up there for quite a while. Um at one point, Brad and Kaylin decided they were going to go hit up the uh, the slides, and I went back um, to kind of want to take a few minutes to kind of chill by uh, uh, about on on the balcony and kind of relax a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, they went up there, did that. I chilled out and relaxed a little bit, uh, freshened up, uh, and then it was dinner time again. It was the best meal of the trip. Yeah, it was. And it shockingly was. And we'll leave it at that. So, um, so um, uh, I got a wonderfully rare steak where it was seared on each side of the quarter inch New York <laughs> strip steak that I had. And uh, that might be generous. And and um, I did order medium rare. So the purple meat inside kind of threw me through a loop. But other than that, it was fantastic. Um, so best meal best meal of the of the dining experience um and then we all kind of just hung out after that right sports bar casino yeah uh, so you so you didn't partake but a bunch of us ended up going to see the um the theater show that they had which was uh greece um for that for that cruise it was really good i will say it was it was near broadway quality i mean after experiencing some of the other stuff throughout the previous days of the cruise this was the best best show this cast was really good it was really well done um most folks would definitely have enjoyed this i mean it was really good it really was i did not participate because i was in the schooner bar that was all of 10 feet away, away from that theater just waiting for you guys to enjoy yourselves we, uh, we, we could we couldn't pull you off that bar stool because you kept just getting fed and fed and fed liquor no, they stopped at one point, and and Paul will attest to this too. Uh, Paul was in the same boat as me, where all of a sudden the bartender would just like skip over us, and we're like, "Hey, man, like I'm an adult. I can, you know, I'm fine. I'm not slurring. I'm not making an ass out of myself." 
Uh, and he did he did bring us drinks, but we had to request them, whereas other people were just being given drinks. Uh, but there were like five or six of us hanging out at that bar, just, you know, chatting up. Again, it, this really was a business trip. You know, it's a joy. It's a perk of the job. So there are conversations that happen that are business conversations, you know, while we're on these on these trips. And uh, I would say three or four of us kind of sat around talking some stuff, you know, so um, uh, that was that was, you know, I, I like that. I'm sick in the head. I enjoy that. So um, uh, so that was a good time. And then and then, yeah, that that was our last night on the ship. So we got some pizza. And uh, the pizza was like, they literally just give you as many slices as you want all day, all night. Um, wasn't wasn't great pizza. Definitely hit the spot when you were drunk, though. So it did its job. Um, <laughs> Would you say it's Fantasyland pizza or Epcot pizza? It's closer to, well, I mean, they both suck, but it's better than both of them. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 will, I will definitely agree with you. It has, it has better flavor and the crust is better. Yeah, it, it's well, it's not it's not via Napoli either, though. You know what I mean? So like it's it it was fine. It was fine. Um, but they had like a veggie, a pepperoni and a cheese. So plenty of option for that. And then um, the only other thing. Oh, yeah, we went and saw Brad sing karaoke. <laughs> yes, that was a good time. Brad did the YMCA. He was the last <laughs> act of the night, which was perfect or close to. So that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was that was that was a lot of fun. I mean, he he definitely got the ship uh, rocking, which that night too. That ship was rocking uh, in more ways than one, I think. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Christy Jobert, who's been on the on the on the trip with us uh, or been on the show with us in the past as well, uh, she uh, she did some karaoke the night before. So we had a couple of MVPs who were willing to get up and you know em- embarrass themselves for the greater greater good. Uh, I didn't see Christy, so I don't know if she embarrassed herself or not. She was having fun, though. Um, so, yeah, all in all, I mean, entertainment-wise, enjoyment-wise, the cruise had plenty to offer, right? Like, don't go in thinking that you're going to get, um, you know, Chris Rock for your for your comedian. But if, you, if you're open to, like, laughing at how bad something can be, comedy comedy on the cruises can actually be a lot of fun um uh drinks were great everywhere on the ship i didn't have a bad drink i ordered several different kinds researching for the good of all of you um and um uh everything was fine there too so you know the food was a a bad experience but besides that really all in all i'd say things went pretty well yeah and again like we mentioned uh when we started here we we got a bad experience with the food i don't think royal caribbean usually doesn't have that as a problem i mean they're usually known for really good food and really good quality of ingredients and presentation and all that so again we had one bad experience it doesn't mean if you're going to do a a cruise on royal caribbean it doesn't mean that's going to be what you're going to get chances are you're not and i'll tell you this too people who do disney cruises right like several of the agents at magic vacations they are automatically going to be disappointed so for those that are thinking Disney Cruise, that's the difference, right? Is that like you have such high expectations after doing a Disney Cruise that nothing will ever match that experience. Um, so that's something to keep in mind if you're thinking about cruising and you want to do a cruise that's top notch. It's not just about the characters, right? It's it's really everything that Disney does well uh, in those cruise ships. So 
Um, that probably hurts some people's opinions of Royal Caribbean in our group, just for that matter alone. But as somebody who's cruised on Norwegian as well, and uh, you know, I would say that the ship itself was fantastic, and I, and I would challenge anybody to go and not enjoy themselves um, for three nights and four days. So, um, yeah, there you go, Carl. I hope we gave you all the info you needed uh, so that next time you come with us. I am looking forward to that Virgin Atlantic cruise. <laughs> sounds great dude's retreat 2026 um that sounds good to me so the next time you want to golf drink or cruise give us a call we'll be happy to plan your next magic vacation and until then later dudes later dudes later dudes thanks for joining us for this week's episode of dudes dish disney Please check us out on social media, on Facebook at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 60 Magic Vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation Planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all of your Disney, Universal, Cruise, and Global travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. <laughs>